Performer Talks. I'm your host, Bethany Unwin. And before we get started with today's episode, I just want to say a big thank you to everyone who's gone over to iTunes and left us a review, and anyone who shared our podcast on social media. Our aim is to reach as many performers as possible, making the arts accessible to everyone by providing free information for performers. If you haven't already and you love our episodes, please do head on over to iTunes and leave us a review or share us and tag us on social media at The Performer Journals to show your support. Thank you so much and let's get on with the episode. Welcome back everybody. I hope you had a lovely Easter. I took Easter Monday off, um, which is why there was no podcast out on Monday. But don't worry, I'm back And this podcast will come out today and then next week's podcast will come out on Monday as normal. But I hope you had a lovely Easter weekend and whatever you got up to. I'm very aware that we had some very sunny showers and then some very snowy showers. So it's a little bit odd, but I hope you enjoyed it either way. Today I thought I'd do an episode on rejection. And our our industry, it's inevitable that we're going to come across rejection consistently um you know we're gonna hear no a lot more times than we're gonna hear yes it's hard it's difficult it's not always pleasant you know I can't sugarcoat that but it's one of the things that is inevitable if you want a career in this it's one of the things that you have to be able to deal with well to be able to move forward and it can be very very challenging to deal with But when you know how, that's when you become a force to be reckoned with in this industry. So I just want to talk about rejection and how I personally deal with it and how I think of it. But before I do that, I just want to also say that um, it's a funny time coming out of COVID. You know, I know we talk about this in pretty much every episode, but it's what's currently going on right now. I mean, rejection will always be a thing. Please don't be mistaken in thinking that just because COVID's here, it's going to be worse. Um, Rejection will always exist in our industry. It's never going to be rainbows and unicorns and butterflies um, when COVID's gone. Um, Rejection always exists. But I think it's important for me to get this episode out at the moment because I'm seeing so many people be cast in shows due to external factors so what I mean by that is not always that they're the most talented performers that are getting the jobs but they're the people that are based in that area they're the people that the production companies aren't going to have to pay travel expenses for that they're going to have to be the people that don't need to be put up in a hotel production companies have been hit hard over this last year as with every industry but they're really going to be limiting the amount that they actually can spend. They need to get their money back. So they need to know who they're investing in. They're not having to pay out extra fees on top of that. And also with that, performers have been hit hard as well. So that will mean that people who maybe just went for TV or just went for theatre castings before are now going for whatever they can get their hands on because they need their bills paid and they want to get back to doing a career they love, which fair play. 
Um, but that does mean that the volume of performance going to each casting is higher. We've had another year of graduates as well now. So, you know, look, it's going to be tough and there's going to be a lot of rejection when we get back and auditions are starting to come back and castings and things. But like I say, there's a lot of external factors that are now much more prevalent than they used to be because of the current circumstance. Now, rejection will always exist, which is why it's always a good thing to talk about rejection. I was always going to do it at some point, but this is why I feel like it's exactly the right time for me to get this episode out now. So rejection, it's never nice. It's never its never the most fun part of the business, but it, like I say, it is inevitable. So when I first get a rejection, I allow myself the rest of the day. So... Say if I've been cut from an audition, you know, at like 11 o'clock or whatever, I allow myself the rest of the day to be okay with that, to accept it. You know, I allow myself to be disappointed, to, to be sad, to be frustrated because I'm human. I allow myself the rest of that day to, to do whatever I want to do, to come home, to to rest, to watch some silly TV. I allow myself that time. You know, some people said to me in training, if you get cut and you're at an audition and you're in London, you need to make the most of it. You need to go and take a class after or you need to go watch a show and do some research. Personally, for me, this is just a personal opinion, but I don't enjoy dancing in London. I don't enjoy classes in London. Um, maybe I haven't found the right place yet, but I I really don't enjoy taking class in London. It's just really not my vibe. It's really not my thing. Um, so for me personally, doing an audition, being cut and then going to do a class would be like the worst thing <laughs> for me personally. Um, I don't think it'd help. I think it just, I did it once and it just put me in a really bad mood. <laughs> Um, which is not what you want. I do it because I love it. So I, I don't want to feel like that. So um, I didn't do that. And I don't go and watch a show after I've been rejected because I think I'd sit there the whole time feeling upset that, that I didn't get it and that I wasn't in a show like that. And also paying out money when I've not just secured myself the job. Um, I'd feel guilty about that. Some people can do that and that's great and if you want that time go and do it and you know but normally I go around London for a little bit if it's a nice day like just have a nice walk get some fresh air you know you've been in a cramped studio full of people so I often go and have a walk around um London and just have a little explore and go in the gardens and clear my head um but if it's raining I'll get on the train and get home um but I allow myself the afternoon to feel feel human, to feel disappointed, to feel upset. I allow myself that time. I then have a period of reflection at some point in the afternoon when I'm ready, you know, whether it be I'm walking around London, on the train journey home or at home, I will make sure I have a period of reflection. I'll think about the audition. What went well? What didn't go well? What do I need to do next time to book that job? Sometimes there's nothing I could have done. For example, I went to an audition once and it was a face call. And basically so many people turned up. Um, the 80 girls at a time 
went into an, into the room. We were in 10 lines of eight people and, you know, there was music on and each line just had to step forward for 30 seconds. Um, the panel would come and look at each person's face and then they'd give a nod and then the line would go around to the back and the next line would step forward. And that was your whole audition. You just had to stand there and the panel would come up to your face and check if it's right or wrong. You know, and I'd paid 30 quid for a return fare. I'd waited two hours outside and I just stood there and had my face looked at and that was it. Um, and I got cut because my face wasn't right. Um, and I left that and I think people think that that's going to be the hardest kind of rejection. Actually, I found it quite easy. I mean, it was frustrating a little bit, but at the same time, I knew I couldn't have done any better. Like, there was literally nothing I could have done. I didn't even do a step kick down the room. Like, I literally just stood there with my face and there's not really much I can do um, to change that. Um, so yeah, I just wasn't what they were looking for and that was totally okay. Um, so for me, things like that, you know, if I can't do any better, fine, accept it. Um, if there are things that have gone wrong, for example, say I didn't pick up the choreography quick enough or say maybe I didn't know the cut for my music or say that, you know, I forgot a line or whatever. Um, whatever happened in the audition room, you know, um, I'm just trying to think of experiences that might have happened in an audition room, but those kind of things that could happen, if something like that does go wrong, then address it. Don't just leave it and let it go wrong again book yourself in for a singing lesson. Try and start learning up choreography quicker. If you can't get to class, try and pick things up off YouTube. You know, all those kind of things. Memorise your lines more. Think of a different way that you could learn them that's going to not make you forget them. You know, all those kind of things. If something's gone wrong, address it. But then once you've addressed it, accept it and move on. I think that's a huge, huge part of rejection is accepting it and then moving on. And in the evening, so obviously I allow myself to feel sad, have my afternoon, have a period of reflection, and then in the evening I make a plan. And that plan is to be a better performer tomorrow than I am today. So what am I gonna wake up and do tomorrow that's gonna make me better and more ready for the next audition? Maybe even if nothing necessarily went wrong, what am I gonna do to make myself better for the next job? And I think that's always something that I always try and improve on is me each day. So I'll make a plan in the evening. And then the next day I just get up and get on and try not to stay stuck in the rut too much. Obviously I allow myself the afternoon to, to feel human emotion um, and to kind of accept it and come to terms with it. But then the day after I'm up, I'm ready, I'm getting on with it because... I don't want to allow myself to get into that that rut of the world's against me. I don't know when I'm going to get an, another job. I've not got money coming in. You know, let's do things to to make sure we book the next one rather than dwelling on the job that we didn't get because I can't change that now. It's on to the future. So I think to a certain extent, some people take longer, some people don't. You know, if you need a couple of days to get over it, do whatever you need to do. Um, but for me personally, speaking from my experience, I just have my afternoon and evening and then the next day, it's a fresh day, it's a new start, let's get ready for the next big thing. I think 
rejection is is a difficult thing but I think the way you think about it you've got to believe that it's for you so what I mean by that is turning it into a positive and that's easier said than done like I'm very well aware of that but you've kind of got to think of yourself like an arrow when life pulls you backwards the only way and only thing you can do is shoot forwards um when one door closes another opens and sometimes you might have to give it a really good shove um but it's there another thing is to believe that rejection is redirecting Something better is waiting for you that you were meant for, which is the reason why you didn't get this. The world works for you. And when you realise that, it becomes a lot easier. I used to get really into that mindset of, um, the world's against me, it doesn't want me to have this, I'm working so hard, it isn't fair. Um, And I used to really believe the world was against me. But since I've started believing that the world works for me, and that it's just, that wasn't the right opportunity. There's something that's going to improve me more as a person, that's going to be better for me, that's going to be everything I've ever dreamed of and more. That is waiting. And it will come when it's ready. You know, as I, as long as I keep working hard and staying resilient and applying to castings and improving myself as a performer and improving myself as a person, it can't not happen. And maybe if I'd have taken that job something horrendous would have happened on the contract that made me fall out of love with it. Or maybe um, it'd have not been financially viable for me and I I would be worse off from having that job. And, you know, um, maybe, you know, all these kind of things I try and think about. Maybe it was going to steer me down the wrong path and not get me to where I wanted to be eventually, you know? So I think you've genuinely got to believe in the plan of life that's set out in front of you. And I think once you have that, it was just a switch that went one day and I was like, oh my goodness, life works for you, not against you. And once you accept that, it's a lot easier to get on with it. It really is. It's a lot easier to process it, acknowledge rejection and then accept it and move on from it. So I would highly recommend thinking that the world works for you and it's because other things are waiting for you that are destined for you rather than the world's taking things away. Um, and that does help your rejection mindset become a lot clearer. And the last thing that I want to add to rejection is 99% of the time, it is not based on your talent. If you get rejected from a job, of the time, it is not as a reflection of your talent. It could be you weren't the right height, you weren't the right shoe size, you didn't fit the person who had the costume before you, you didn't have bases in the right area, your travel expenses would have been too much, Um, you hadn't got the right hair colour, like ridiculous things. But nine times out of ten, they're the reasons you don't get the work. So you've got to remember that just because you're not a hundred people's cup of tea, that doesn't mean there's not someone out there looking for exactly you. Just because you're not everyone's cup of tea, that's fine. But you will be someone's. 
And that's what you've got to constantly reminding, be reminding yourself. Stay resilient and know that someone will see something in you. It just takes one person. Not everyone's going to love you, but it just takes one person to see something in you to change the tide. So keep going, stay resilient, keep your chin up, keep working hard, and you will get there. But I know how difficult it is, I know how frustrating it is, and I know how upsetting it can be. But just keep going, because that one yes will make those 100 no's worth it. So if you are struggling with rejection and you would like someone to talk to, please know that you can DM me at the Performer Journals at any time. Um, I'm not a stranger to this. I also know some great um, dance counsellors and some great psychotherapists that are in our business and in our industry. Um, If you just want someone to talk about it with on another level. Um, But if you just want to talk to someone and relate to someone, hey, I'm here, I've been through it, Um, I'm no stranger to the nose. Um, So please feel free to drop me a message, you know, I'm always there to lend an ear. So I hope that this episode has has been helpful and like I say, it's not just in COVID times, this is for all the time, you know, rejection is inevitable, Um, but it will make that success so much sweeter. So I hope that that's been a really helpful episode for you. If you did enjoy this episode, please do head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Um, That would really help us reach more performers. But a massive thank you for listening. I've been your host, Bethany Newman, and this has been Performer Talks.